Welcome to Cybersecurity Unplugged, the cyber theory podcast where we explore issues that matter in the world of cybersecurity. Good day, everyone. This is Steve King. I'm the managing director at Cyber Theory, and our podcast today is going to uh, talk with Yoran Circus, uh, who's the uh, CEO and co-founder of Simplicity, a um, Israeli startup that just kind of came out of stealth mode, I think, with a thirty-two million dollar A round of funding from several firms beginning of the summer. And their play here is kind of complex risk remediation. It's a kind of risk reduction and productivity platform. It really focuses on workflow and they automate and optimize and scale uh, all risk reduction workflows into a single workspace. And I'll uh, you've just gotten about as deep as as we're going to get with me, so I'll let Yoram talk about that as we get going here. But that value proposition is pretty interesting. We don't know too many companies that are focused on workflow in the cyber security space. They've got some impressive benchmarking numbers in terms of their performance. Yoram is a veteran of the security industry. He's had extensive hands-on experience in sales and Technology previously served as the CEO of Covertex, which was acquired by Microfocus, and was also managing partner at Comsec Innovation, and and then also ran professional services at Comsec Global. So, welcome, Yoran, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks, and thanks for having me. Sure, let's just jump right in here. You. Perhaps you can tell us, me and our audience, about Simplicity and your and your inspiration for the company. Yeah, as you mentioned, you know we we are focused on the driving remediation and orchestration. And as you mentioned, I have an over twenty years of hands-on experience with multiple type of executive roles. Saw the pain of security teams from all different angles. When we actually established the company, we went through a very comprehensive ideation process, which we spoke with uh, more than 70 CISOs in the US, Europe, and, uh, and of course in Israel. It was clear that the teams, that, that the security team felt that they had enough tools to identify weaknesses and vulnerabilities across the organization. In fact, they felt that they aren't able to get to all those findings that their deployed tools uh, generate. What they, we hear very clear from them is that they, they were looking for a, is a way to make the findings to fix remediation process more efficient and uh, scalable. And that's exactly where we focus. We put our focus in uh, simplicity. You know, the security teams is uh, in a very unique position as they have uh, uh, the responsibility to fix security weaknesses, but not the authority. So we knew that we are out to solve a problem that is involved not only the orchestration of findings across different tools, but also the coordination of workflow across multiple teams and across the organization. That's our focus. What we build in simplicity, we gather the information from all the, the different tools, native tools, open source tools, as well as commercial tools. We actually deduplicated, normalized, aggregated, and correlated. 
And we know to take those findings and dispatch them to the right people in the organization, the right fixers, the developers, the DevOps, the IT, the cloud engineers. Let's say I'm a CISO at ABC company today and I'm not using your product. What am I doing that you automate and will look completely different tomorrow? Yeah, so so actually, uh, while all the people around us, around the security teams in the organization have a dedicated productivity platform to make their day-to-day process more efficient, security teams are kind of left at the, left behind using still spreadsheets or PDF on a non-dedicated uh, platform in order to manage the risk reduction programs. So a lot of uh, manual work is done today, a lot of investment in a PMO task rather than you know, to automate those. And uh, uh, you know, we, with our platform, enable those security teams to build out and automate risk reduction workflow, streamline the handover between them, the teams, and synchronize activity between stakeholders, between the DevOps, the developers, the cloud engineers, I call them the fixers. And to operate as a single uh, shared dashboard, closing the gaps between the identification, the assignment, and the remediation. That's exactly what they gain, the value that they gain, that they have using simplicity rather than to do that in a manual work, or rather than to try to develop it as a you know, propriety process or tools in their organization. I'm unaware myself of many companies that have addressed the workflow issue as a cybersecurity solution. I find it, you know, interesting that what you guys are doing, are there a lot of competitors in this space now? Actually, no. We are kind of creating a new category in the market. Looking in the existing uh, Gartner category, we bridge the gap between four main, I would say, categories. The vulnerability prioritization technology, the VPT, application security orchestration and correlation, the ASOC, which become more and more popular in those days, and DevOps and cybersecurity asset and attack surface uh, management, which is also a popular uh, category. We actually decided to focus not on the prioritization side, not on the visibility side, but on the operation of the remediation, how to drive the remediation. So on one hand, we bridge the gap as we deal with the findings across the entire security stack, from AppSec to vulnerability management, to pen testing, to bug bounty and more. On the other hand, we also offer capabilities that are more, as I mentioned, operational focus. How to actually dispatch the right f- uh, findings to the right fixer. Yeah, and then what was it about, you know, I mean, you've been in the space for a long time, like many of us, and uh, so you've watched all this happening. What was the inspiration? I mean, what you've talked to a lot of CISOs, you looked at all these operations, what, for example, got your attention when you looked at, uh, let's say, DevOps? What were the missing links in that workflow, just to use that as one use case? 
Yeah, so I think that we heard it uh, from, uh, as I mentioned, I think with all the people that uh, we spoke, I think that all of them emphasize that they have a lot of tools that enable them to identify a variety of problems. They also have a lot of capabilities on those tools and other tools that enable them to actually to analyze and to understand the risk impacts for their organization. But what we understand is that they spend a lot of time, and actually it came to it that, you know, when we gather all the answers that we, that they spend between 30 to 60% of their time just by operating, operating, sorry, the remediation, which means that they understand, try to understand at the beginning the time, it takes them time to see the alerts then the time that they spend in order to check if this alert previously identified or resolved, then the time that they spend to prioritize it. Then they spend more and more time to understand to whom should they attach it, who is actually the person or the team that actually responsible to fix it. Then the time that they spend in order to notify this person, to open the ticket, etc. And at the end of the day, when the developers or the DevOps, as you mentioned, report that he fixed it, those security guys need to actually to assure that indeed it was the risk was mitigated. So the time that they spend in order to verify weaknesses that the weaknesses has been resolved, a lot, a lot of time, as you can understand, spent on operate those remediation processes. And that's where we decided to try and to actually bring an innovation, to try and bring a new solution to the market, a new concept, in order to actually to empower those security team by being able to simplifying uh, the whole process and removing a lot of time-consuming tasks, which uh, allow them right now to focus on a real remediation on secure their organization. I see. If it weren't for you guys, how does DevOps resolve that assurance today? Today with, you know, with our solution, as I mentioned, on one single platform, we actually take it from A to Z, from the tools that identified, make sure that everything goes or those findings goes to the right people that fix them. And then we also ensure with our system that uh, we report it back or ensure it with the tool that found it, that indeed the risk mitigated. So, so essentially, so that workflow is sort of self-managing. It needs to check its own boxes as it goes along then, right? Exactly. At the moment that, uh, that uh, someone in the organization builds its own workflow, so everything, the whole process is automated. We consolidate everything, we deduplicate and aggregate and normalize, and then we orchestrate the, those findings from multiple solid security tools and generate one consistent security backlog. And this backlog is actually dispatched to the right team. And then we go back to the tool while those teams report that they fix it and make sure that indeed the risk was uh, mitigated. Yeah. So now that I understand this a little bit, I was going to ask you what the secret to your ability to impact uh, you know, manual operations. And as much as you do, I mean, you gave me numbers that were, you know, 80% 6x and so forth. But now that I understand what how your workflow operates, it's obvious to me that 
By simply automating that process, you're going to have substantial increases in productivity here, right? Yeah. Yeah. We also take into account that by automating it, we create a continuous remediation. We know there is no need to wait to the CISO that will define again the top 10 risks that should be fixed in the next sprint. We actually backfill the queue every time that someone fixes it. And by that, we can uh, enable to the organization to actually fix more with the same team, the same tools, the same data that they already have. Do you tie your workflows to a particular vulnerability or to a particular breach or, or are they just sort of best practice workflows? No, no. There, there is a best practice workflows and there are workflows that are actually specific for specific vulnerability or specific for log4j and log4shell and others. In fact, when we build our solution, we understand that each organization is a different risk matrix. And therefore, we build a platform that everything is configurable. You can adjust it to based on your risk matrix. So you can build a workflow that are dedicated or proprietary for your organization. And of course, there are also templates in our generic workflows that are relevant or fit for every organization. Right. So if a company is doing a, a lot of development in a repo, like a GitHub, for example, you would have a workflow that would be focused around exactly SecOps for, for yeah, right? And, or multiple workflows, I guess. And then kind of focused on very specific vulnerabilities that are we're now you know frequently finding in um, in open source APIs and in open source uh, code. Yeah, you know, as a productivity platform, we try to support all the multiple uh, technology stack that you have, all the multiple risk reduction programs that the security teams need to actually to manage. So we know to manage and we have workflow for a, a misconfiguration and for vulnerability management, as well as for application security and open source findings. And it goes to API security and SaaS compliance and more. So we have a templates for each of those, you know, risk reduction programs and each of those domains. And as I mentioned, we also enable you to define and to build your own security workflows. Yeah. And if I'm, it seems to me that if I'm a CISO, I can now go to the board and I can say, Hey, we finally found a true risk reduction set of workflows that address, you know, every major vulnerability and every major open source vulnerability and some of the best practice solutions for a lot of the sloppy work that we've historically done here. And by implementing this network, if you will, of workflow, we can substantially reduce the risk of uh, attacks like the ones that you've been hearing about through the supply chain or through whoever, through whomever, right? I mean, that's a conversation that you kind of enable now, right? Exactly. We enable to, to the security teams to actually to drive remediation in a more efficient way. And we enable to the CISO that needs to report to the board to be able to measure in a better way the velocity and the performance of his team. Now, 
you know, he knows exactly which finding was remediated, how long it took them, how it is compared to the SLA, which team is actually uh, solve it uh, or needs more support in order to mitigate their uh, risk. So we, we actually provide a lot of information that the CISO had before, but he had to do a lot of legwork in order to gather all this information. And it was also always a friction you know, between the engineering and the security, if the information is accurate enough, if uh, it is a real information. Now everything is based on one platform, one uh, dashboard that collect automatically all the information and presented it and enable a much better discussion between the security and the engineering and the DevOps and the development. Yeah, I'm sure. And you mentioned earlier in our conversation that Gardner is uh, sort of didn't have a category for you. Is that did I misunderstand that, or have they figured out where to slot you? No, there is currently there is no category, a specific category. As I mentioned, we are kind of bridge between four main categories, and therefore we are working uh, closely also with Gardner in order to uh, you know to define a category. Of course, once you define that category, Gardner will have to come up with some competitors to give you uh, credibility in the, being, yeah. being in a leadership position at upper right-hand quartile. Yeah, you know, just to clarify, as I mentioned, there are multiple, uh, you know, very good solution, but what we believe that there is no solution that is holistic as ours. Uh-huh. So, uh, there are the risk-based vulnerability management and the ASOC, the application security orchestration and correlations. And there are uh, you know, many tools from both that aggregate fundings from multiple tools, but most of them do that only on a narrow set of findings. And this right. is the main situation. Right, right, right. Well, that's all good, right? Because that those are your strengths and your competitors' weaknesses, I guess, right? Yeah. So in this market, that raise that you that you guys recently uh, took at thirty-two million, I think, was correct. What's your plan for that money, and how long is that going? How much runway is that going to get you? As you mentioned, we recently excited uh, Stel's. Uh, we we re- recently uh, went out of uh, Stel's. We already have customer base and client where which they are uh, extremely happy with our uh, platform. We are uh, the main use of proceed of our uh, of the money that we raise go to build the go to market team in the U.S. The sales in uh, North America. And uh, that is that's is uh, our main focus right now. Okay, in Israel or outside of the U.S., do you have big clients now, like major yeah. banks or insurance companies or what have you, or or are you going to look to uh, America to be the source of that kind of business? Most of our current uh, customers are U.S. customers. Some of them are publicly traded companies. They are actually coming from multiple uh, domains. Uh, Most of them are Fortune uh, 1000. And this is uh, our main focus. Uh, We try to focus on on those kind of similar uh, organizations that has a footprint in the cloud 
and multiple uh, processes that done between the security and the engineering. And we will continue to focus on the North America market right now. Uh-huh. I haven't heard of you guys before. You and I talked originally about coming on the show here. Yeah, have you just not spent yet on the on marketing? Is that just uh that I miss the boat here on on not hearing? No, no you don't. Think. <laughs> <laughs> We were fortunate to have uh, seen incredible success with our existing customers and pipeline that uh, we have. And therefore, we were uh, on sales for almost one and a half year, um, joining the, the people that we want and moving forward with the customers that uh, we want. And on a certain time after we raised the money, we were, of course, uh, went out of sales. And now we are trying to extend our uh, you know, customer base by extending our uh, sales team and that uh, that will enable us to move, to approach more and more customers yeah and is there a segment that you uh, are particularly good fit for is you know financial services better than manufacturing or uh, healthcare better than financial or are they all about the same they are all about the same we are mainly focused on customers that they as i mentioned as a footprint in the cloud and they need to meet several uh, regulation and therefore they implemented uh, several security scanners or security tools. And they have a big spaghetti of processes <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that need to manage. And with our uh, platform, they can manage it as an, in an automated way. Okay. I'm conscious of the time here, Yoram. So I have one final question. This economy has taken a toll on many companies. How has it impacted your progress, if at all? And then what are your growth plans? Let's say, you know, we're, let's say that we're heading, that we we're in a recession. You know, let's say it'll be not as devastating as many people suggest. And so perhaps a nine to 12 month horizon here. You know, cybersecurity is an interesting business, right? People don't. Stop spending on cybersecurity. If you do, then you know you're asking for the result you're going to get. So, have you seen any impact of the recession in terms of spend here? Not really, not really. Maybe because we are just at the beginning. But uh, you know, as a productivity platform that assists those organizations that some of them has uh, had before shortage of skilled people and right now they have even more and some of them right now also uh, doesn't have the necessary budget to implement their, uh, all the tools that they plan to be as a platform that assists them to consume and uh, to manage also uh, native tools and open source tools as well as to automate those processes that assist them uh, as i mentioned before to do some of the manual work instead of the people, I think that uh, we are in a very attractive uh, position to support those organizations and to enable them to have the same security level, again, security with less people and sometimes with less budget. Yeah, well, it's good that you also have that benefit you can share. Listen, it's been an absolute delight getting to know you a little bit and chatting about your 
your company. And I'd, if you don't mind, I'd love to have you back around the first of the year just to kind of see what progress you've made and whether you've uh, gotten Gartner to agree that you are a leader in the uh, in the upper right-hand quartile and see what we find at that time. Okay, great. All right, Thank great. You Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, sure. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I hope that our audience enjoyed it, uh, another episode as well. And uh, until next time, I'm Steve King, your your host signing off here and all the best of luck to you, Yaron, and uh, and Simplicity. Thank you Take very care. much. All right. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cybersecurity Unplugged. You can connect with us on LinkedIn or Facebook at Cyber Theory or send us an email at social at cybertheory.io. For more information about the podcast, visit cybertheory.io forward slash podcast. Until next week, thanks again.